On the first morning of April 2019, Bill Mainwood was in the atrium. The head of programmes was in the middle of an orientation session with a fan who'd arrived in Watford's afterlife paradise earlier that day. Of course, the wonderful thing about Hornet Heaven is that you can go to any Watford match, old or new, for the rest of eternity. Yeah, I know all this. I was a big fan of the Hornet Heaven podcast down on Earth. I listened to every single episode. I got given the paperbacks for Christmas too, so I already know that the way into games is by choosing a programme from the shelves and going through the ancient turnstile on Occupation Road. Oh, oh dear. I'm afraid you've been misled. What? Yes, we do get rather a lot of this. Those Hornet Heaven stories aren't 100% reliable. Some of the basics are total fiction. In actual fact, we don't have any programmes up here at all. Hey, what, what do you use to get through the turnstile, then? Something else that's specific to each match. Well, what's that, then? Come with me. I'll show you. Bill took the new arrival to the shelving on the other side of the atrium. The man followed. When he got there, his jaw went slack. On the shelves, documenting the date and opponents from every Watford match since 1881, were not programmes, but a very different kind of item. What? Half and half scarves? What the actual... F Hornet Heaven Series 10, Episode 3 A Fool's Paradise Written by Ollie Wicken Read by Colin Mace Earth Season 2018-19 Standing next to the atrium shelves, the new arrival, a lifelong Watford fan called Ted, turned to Bill Mainwood and said, Half and half scarves are the worst thing in football. Am I in Hornet Hell by mistake? Ted saw another resident approaching. The man was wearing a half and half scarf, and it wasn't just any half and half scarf. It was half Watford, half Luton. No way, that's criminal. Even in hell! In any dimension of existence! Bill introduced Ted to the man in the scarf. This is uh, Neil McBain. He managed us in the 1930s and 1950s. In between, he had a spell in charge of that horrible lot up the road. The atrocity draped around McBain's shoulders was both yellow and black, and orange and white. It had the date of a League Cup match in September... 2002 printed on it. McBain was wearing the disgusting thing with apparent pride. No, this is wrong in so many ways. I heard the episodes at Christmas, McBain. Are you telling me Series 9 of Hornet Heaven was completely made up? You redeemed yourself. You proved you're a man who wouldn't be seen dead wearing Luton colours. This is reality. Here I am, dead in Luton colours. Yes, I have to say, Ted, it looks like you've got some adjusting to do. To the truth of Hornet Heaven and to half-and-half half scarves. 
No, I'll never so much as touch a half an hour scarf. Never! Another resident overheard the commotion and came over. I say, less of the fuss, old chap. Ted turned and saw Henry Grover, the man who founded Watford Rovers in 1881. Henry was wearing a bright red football shirt from 1974-75. Ted had been expecting to see a dapper Victorian coat and hat. You know, you really should touch the scarves, old thing. The coarse weave of the synthetic fibres is thrillingly invigorating on the skin. Hang on, you've got high aesthetic standards. You can't... But half-and-half half scarves are truly exquisite creations, old thing. The clashing colour palettes, the spelling mistakes in the lettering. Mwah! Total gorgiosity! Ted heard another voice behind him. He recognised it as belonging to Derek Garston, Bill Mainwood's thirteen-year-old assistant. Excuse me, Mr Mainwood, sir. Is there a problem, sir? Ted turned towards the voice. He saw it had come from a six-foot-four adult with a dark, bushy beard. What? Well, Derek's meant to be prepubescent. Ted's orientation session had left him feeling completely disorientated. He was close to despair. He complained. First you got half-and-half half scarves instead of programmes. Then Henry says half-and-half half scarves are exquisite. And now cherubic Derek looks like this. This isn't the idyllic afterlife I was promised. He sloped, sadly, out of the atrium. Ted turned right out of the building. He went and sat forlornly on the curb outside the away fan turnstiles behind the Vicarage Road stand. It wasn't long before Bill Mainwood appeared. Bill stood over Ted and said, Oh, here you are. You left before I'd finished your orientation. In fact, one of the things I needed to tell you is that you're not to go through these turnstiles here. They're for other people, not for us. Ted looked up at Bill, even more disappointed. But the Hornet Heaven stories clearly state that this is an afterlife reserved exclusively for Watford fans. It used to be exclusive until Watford Ground shared Vicarage Road with Wealdstone in the early 1990s and with Saracens after that. Their heavens got moved here too. There's been heaven sharing, but there hasn't been a Hornet Heaven episode about that. This is so much worse than I expected. Yes, well, the truth is that supporting a football club forever never quite turns out the way you'd like to imagine it will. You just have to make the best of it. Bill got something out of his coat pocket. Look, we need to get you into the swing of things. In your final days down on earth, I don't suppose you had the chance to get to the game at Manchester United the day before yesterday. Come on, I'll take you. Pop this on. Ted saw Bill was holding a half-and-half scarf from the game, a typically woefully misconceived souvenir aimed at football day-trippers. Ted pushed Bill's hand away. No, I hate those things. They're wrong on so many levels. Really? How do you mean? They're unofficial merchandise. Less money going into the Premier League trough, then. They're only relevant for one game. Same as a match programme, then. They're a tenner before kick-off and a couple of quid after the final whistle. They lose all their value by the end of a match. Same as Isaac's success, then. Goal! 
I can't believe you wear half and half scarves to games up here. How can you be happy that your afterlife is like this? You're living in a fool's paradise. Well, that's a bit rude, calling me a fool. Calling all of us in Hornet Heaven fools. Well, I'm sorry, but... Ted looked up and saw the hurt in Bill's eyes behind the old man's spectacles. OK. I'm sorry. Thank you. That's better. Anyway, like I say, supporting a football club never goes perfectly. You have to make compromises along the way. Come on, pop this scarf on and let's get you properly started in Hornet heaven. Bill offered Ted the Watford and Manchester United half and half scarf again. This time, reluctantly, Ted took it. He held it at arm's length between thumb and index finger to minimise contact. Actually, the rules in Hornet Heaven are that you'll need to have the scarf round your neck when we go through the turnstile. Oh, God! Wincing, Ted wrapped a half-and-half half scarf around his neck. Oh. For years, Ted had despised these dreadful things. Now he was wearing one. He felt ashamed. He got up off the curb and followed Bill back towards the atrium. Bill said as they walked, I expect you're finding it a bit galling to be wearing Man United colours. Tell me about it. People usually take a few weeks to adjust. What's today? The 1st of April. By the end of the month, things won't seem so rough. Ted gently rubbed at his neck under the scarf. Rough was definitely the word. Not thrillingly invigorating on the skin or whatever nonsense Henry Grover had spouted earlier. When they were level with the atrium, Bill said, I just need to nip in and pick up a scarf for myself. Step inside with me for a moment. Ted followed Bill through the doors into the atrium. Then he stopped. There was a huge crowd of people facing him. They were grinning. Behind them, the shelves were full of programmes, not half-and-half half scarves. Hey, what's going on? Ted looked at the crowd. He spotted Neil McBain, now in a 100% Watford scarf. Then, in front of a tall man with a dark, bushy beard, he saw a small 13-year-old boy with soft, angelic features and blonde hair. The boy called out, Ha! April Fool, Mr Ted, sir! April Fool! Derek Garston was hooting with delight. Every year we play tricks on a new arrival! Ha ha ha! Mr Ted, sir! April Fool! Ted felt his face reddening. Bill Mainwood, giggling, leaned forward and patted Ted on the shoulder. <laughs> I can't believe it. We actually got someone to wear a half-and-half half scarf. <laughs> April Fool, Ted. Ted felt embarrassed, but mainly he felt relieved. He seized a wretched piece of tat they'd got him to wear around his neck. He threw it to the floor. Thanks. God! Oh, thank God! After the laughter had died down, Ted sat on the atrium's yellow leather sofas with Bill and Derry. It was just coming up to noon, the deadline for pranks on April Fool's Day. It was a time to reflect. Well, you got me there. Fair play to you. It was all my idea, Mr Ted, sir. 
I got Roy from IT to 3D print all the scarves. And you actually wore one, Mr. Ted, sir. I must have looked a right tourist numpty. You definitely did, Mr. Ted, sir. A right half-and-half half scarf wanker, Mr. Ted, sir. Derek. Language. Well, you both did a great job. Especially Bill, actually. Me? Definitely. You taught me a moral lesson, just like you're always doing with your magical history tours in the Hornet Heaven stories down on Earth. A moral lesson? Oh, well, that's nice to hear. I now understand that watching my team forever will involve plenty of things I don't like, and I need to find ways of dealing with it. You're a wise man, Bill. You've taught me that we all have our pet hates, like kick-off times being moved, or the entire county of Bedfordshire. But to be happy for the rest of time, a true Watford fan has to allow a bit of give and take. And that includes accepting the existence of half-and-half half scarves. Well, my, that's very kind of you to say, Ted. I'm flattered. <laughs> Hey, why are you... I've done ya! April Fool! <laughs> what? You totally fell for it. No one should ever accept the existence of half-and-half half scarves. <laughs> Mr Mainwood, sir! He got you back good and proper there, sir! <laughs> so he did. Very good, Ted. <laughs> Bill got up from the sofa. He looked earnest again, ready for one of his final moral conclusions. In all seriousness, though, we shouldn't knock half-and-half half scarves too much. They actually help Watford fans on their journey towards Hornet Heaven. Hey, How? Every time a true fan sees a half-and-half half scarf, he or she dies a little. <laughs> <laughs> now then, that's quite enough for today. Come on, Derek, my boy. Where did you put all those scarves? We need to burn every single one. No fooling. The end. The next episode of Hornet Heaven will be Series 10, Episode 4. Hornet Heaven was created and written by Watford fan Ollie Wicken. It was read by Watford fan Colin Mace. It was produced by Watford fan John Mooney. Music by Watford fans Steve Joy and Jeff Wicken. <laughs>